Ronin. Welcome back to Juice in the Morning. I'm your host, Justin Juice Kelly. We are back in the juice box. Today we have Kyle Buck, and I'm sorry I didn't get your name. What is what is the name over there? Uh, Nick Oaks. Nick Oaks. Thanks for coming to do the show today, guys. Uh, if you guys can tell, my voice is uh, extra deep because uh, I drank a lot of beer and smoked a lot of cigarettes <laughs> last night. <laughs> but uh, across, Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, how are you guys doing today? Doing well, man. It's, it's a, a good beautiful Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> Sunday here in Indiana, man. Just thinking yeah. about going to Home Depot. But <laughs> <laughs> it's be a nice Not sure Saturday. if you have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so today, I mean, we talked about it and, um, you know, plugged it on Facebook a little bit. We we're going to be talking about conspiracies, things like that. Yeah. But before we get into that, um, I just wanted to say, you know, congratulations to the Smugcast. They they reached their goal. They did like a four hour podcast. Yeah, last that's night. awesome, man. It's an insane amount of time for sure. And and I bet it was a blast. Um, Shane and I called in. We had a good little talk. Um, Dead man and I. Uh, Dead man's trying to get on the show. I guess yeah. he's he feels like I blackballed him from the podcast. Really? So I'm gonna I'm gonna get him on. We'll we'll get him on and let him talk. Uh, <laughs> he's he's got uh, some very uh, specific feelings about atheism and things like that. So no. I feel like it'd be, be pretty interesting, interesting. for sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, because I I believe <clears throat> I believe there's a higher power. So oh, yeah. Like um, you know, I like to think of the Earth. You know, when they have simulation theory, that's something that I'm I'm a very big proponent of. The thing that I have a problem with is whoever's controlling my simulation is not doing a very good job. <laughs> I mean, they, they aren't they aren't making me enough money. They are. Yeah. Uh, they need to go do some illegal shit and make my For life sure. better. Right. Yeah. Just get out of these noobs out here running, <laughs> <laughs> running these horrible simulations. Yeah. And it's 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 one of those things like, I mean, we talked about it off the mic, like, you know, Kanye West supporting Donald Trump. Yeah. Is that like who saw that coming? Well, first of all, and I think the the idea of Kanye being predictable in any way, shape, or form is is kind of a you know one of those things you just have to be okay with nowadays. He's just <laughs> he's just one of these. He's a wild card, like yeah. from Always Sunny. He's literally he's a cultural wild card. You just never know what he's going to do. He's either going to interrupt you while you're getting your you know award. Yeah. He's going to say George Bush hates black people on. <laughs> Uh, you know the Hurricane Katrina thing, and that's just, you know, that's just who he is. And, and then support and, Donald Trump after saying that. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> well, see, but did you see today? He kind of just he kind of switched back. He uh, said that Emma Gonzalez of the, um, mm, I didn't yeah, see yeah. That. He he posted on Twitter. He said my Emma Gonzalez is my hero. Right. Who, which is a very non Donald Trump supporting yeah. thing to say. And so, like, now everyone's like, wait, what do I do? Who do I? Wait, what? <laughs> I think to, I, I honestly think. But then th that's kind of what makes me think, like, maybe he just did it to kind of flip, make people flip that switch. Right. You know, do, are you going to be able to look at both sides of this? Or are you going to have to, is it a very pick team sort of tribal mentality, I think. Right. Or it could be like a social experiment. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I was thinking is that it's just, you know. He, he, he was complaining few years ago about how he didn't have money to pay for his um his clothing line or how it put him in so much debt i mean when money's involved people will do crazy crazy yeah. things right and 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 it's also like i said with back to the the simulation theory thing like maybe they're maybe whoever's controlling this is just trying to see if our heads are going to explode for by sure. like seeing the things that we see in the <laughs> social media and and the fact that you know i mean it's it's crazy that I honestly also think like maybe he's just trying to see like how far he can go. Oh and yeah, pe and people will still follow like and like still, that's and you still can't argue his influence now. Yeah, you know, I mean, j just based on the visceral reaction of so many different people, 
you know. I mean, we're sitting on a podcast talking about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I've seen people actually wearing his clothing line. Like, I really thought nobody would wear that stuff. (laughs) It's like like derelict from uh, from Zoolander. (laughs) (laughs) You can derelict my balls. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the Soviet Union is kind of making its way over here with this clothing line. It's like all so... Plain and similar and right. dark and <laughs> just all the same kind of government issued. Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, and and that's like you know. I think that we've talked about you know the simulation theory, but also like the fact that um, you know the ancient aliens that we talked about. The one of the coolest TV shows ever. You know, it was one of the best memes ever as well with the guy with the crazy hair. George aliens. A- aliens. <laughs> yeah, I think that's his name. And uh, it's it's just it's a very uh, interesting show. It's one of those things that they I think they leave things really ambi- ambiguous. So mm-hmm. like they're like, well, if this is the way things happen, then this is possible. Like it's a lot of like guessing. Yeah, very theoretical. But it's but it's very interesting. Like and yeah. it's oh, um, yeah. h- how do you guys feel? Do you think that uh, do you think there are extraterrestrials watching us, or do you how do you feel about it? Well, if there are extraterrestrials, then I would assume that they're able to go places that we can't do things that we that we don't yeah and how else would you gain knowledge of other things or other planets right i'm without letting people know just by observing them Mm -hmm. so it's definitely a possibility yeah if if and if people think it's not i mean that's they're insane if they if they don't if they don't think it's possible we as humans right now have are coming up with like cloaking devices right and and material to make us invisible like we're doing that Mm -hmm. that's pretty primitive in the way of like the age of space and time and yeah the amount the, the amount of time that we've been around yeah, we, is like yeah infinitesimally i don't know if i'm saying that right yeah but small like yeah. i mean it's tiny, oh absolutely the amount of time of a existence yeah so um, but i do believe like i said that there i feel like there is a higher power that's like kind of directing things i, I don't I'm not going to say that, um, you know, I'm Christian or Catholic or whatever, because, you know, what's crazy to me is the fact that all of these religions have a higher power. Mm -hmm. So maybe that they are, maybe they are all correct that there is one, but they don't, they don't know exactly which one it is. And and we're, we're not going to know until we're gone. And it's possible that there's a higher power and there's nothing when we're gone. Sure. And (laughs) I, I'll even take it a step further and say maybe, um, beyond just a higher power, I think there's a higher, um, network of sources you know mm-hmm. what I mean I, I just think that um, the amount of uh, energy that is emitted in, in just the known universe you right. know what I mean that much energy um, that can be generated has to there has to be some type of residual effect mm-hmm. throughout you know the universe and I feel like um, there's a positive and a negative mm-hmm. you can you know I, I, you can draw on positive energy which you know some people wrap in archetypes you know, um, Satan and, you know, Jesus or, you know, whatever you might, whatever archetype you assume in your religion, um, you know, you can kind of put these labels on them, but essentially at the base of it, it's positive and negative. And I think that in that way we can draw on positive and negative, just energy in, in That's our super known insightful universe. too. I like that. I, you know, I, did you pick that up from somewhere? Or did you like, man, I watched so much Joe Rogan. You have no <laughs> idea, no. <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, when, when you say, where does that sort of thing come from? It comes from exploring these topics with this gentleman right here to my left. Mm-hmm. We've known each other since preschool and, um, you know, he was one of the best men at my wedding and, right. and we just had all these, insane talks over the years you know maybe on um some type of alcoholic substance Mm -hmm. or otherwise and so (laughs) you know um 
but uh, but we've just explored these things for ourselves and, and and enjoyed hearing all the different types of point of view. Right. And that's one of the values I've heard is from you know you can hear the most philosoph- philosophical yeah. uh, philosophical monk or you can go listen to the pope or you can you know read the bible or you can uh read stephen hawking and Mm -hmm. and you'll you can kind of pull the same sort of base themes out of it and i think that that you know is kind of where that sort of opinion comes from yeah in my point of view anyway and that's awesome that you guys have that ability to sit and just like get deep into those kind of subjects because you know very few people out there can actually like handle talking about that because one of the last times that I like got really on a rant about aliens and stuff like that um, friends were just like what are you fucking talking yeah. about like, you just yeah. gotta be objective <laughs> like I think I think that's the thing that Americans really lack is objectivity mm-hmm. everybody is very subjective in their beliefs and in their perspectives on how they and it, things. it's funny to me that people don't even want to like they don't even want to talk about it because no. it's like it's just yeah. boring to them sure and uh i just think it's so insane to think that like you know they're like for example the um what is it the military like the air force had that like they had there's a video online that you can look up right now and uh like, these guys are talking over their intercom to each other their radio to each other and they're like did you guys see that up there? And yeah. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, that's moving way faster than us. And they're like in like, you know, F-15 or whatever, F-17 fighters yeah. or something like that. And they're, they can't even keep up with whatever the object is in the, in the sky. And it's moving too, um, <clears throat> too specifically like in directions yeah. that it can't just be yeah. just like a, a falling like meteorite or something because yeah. it's moving like it's actually got a plan of where it's moving vertically and kind yeah, of side, sideways like it's 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 in just ways crazy that we can't even perceive exactly and that's the thing we we as humans can only hear and see a certain spectrum of what is actually out there mm-hmm. there could be beings or things that are that know these things and just put themselves in a different spectrum. There may, there may be some type of reality like that, that we have no idea (laughs) about. And that's the thing. There's so much that we don't know because we are human. And there's so much that we will never be able to know. And that's frustrating to me. It's so frustrating. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) It's so frustrating. You know, um, a lot of times I've heard folks talk about, uh, our five narrow slits of, you know, perception. And we can only see like, under 1% of the light spectrum, we can only hear under 1% of the audio, we can only smell certain things, we can only, you know, feel certain things, and and so on and so forth, and, um, you know, we only get to perceive this much of our known universe, and, you know, like you said, we there could be things there that we don't even see, right. and they could be intelligent enough to avoid us, you know, any other type of sense that we would have with them, you know what I mean? And so I feel like that also, I, I feel like there's a weird crossover point between, you know, extraterrestrial um, and potential like paranormal, yeah. um, you know, spirits and, and that sort of thing. You know, I, I've had it. back I've, to your energy thing. Yeah, that you're I, talking about. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I've had experiences that I can't explain. Um, obviously, you can't say for sure that something was a ghost or whatnot, but I know what I saw and right. know what I felt. And you know what I mean? It's one of those things that I don't really need to convince anyone because I've had that experience. But, um, you know, I think there's definitely something there. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's just, it's gone and it's transferred. The first law of thermodynamics says that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. That's so, insane to yeah. think about. Yeah, absolutely. About. And, and if, if humans... The, the movie Lucy kind of portrayed that. Yeah. yeah. Was the, just the transfer that of un- information. Underrated film. Oh my goodness. So that, underrated. It was... Oh man, it was awesome. And it's based yeah. on... It is based on theory, but there's right. theory like 
every percentage that her brain was growing in consciousness, I guess is what it would be. Right. She was able to start controlling things and literally at the end, 100%, she became everything. Yep. That's just a theory, but nobody knows the truth. Yeah. I mean, I have I have a uh, I have a great book that you guys should check out if you yeah. haven't already. It's called Rant by huh. Chuck Palahniuk. I, I think that's how you say his name. He wrote Fight Club and uh, other other books like that. Um, yeah, I need to check that out. But Rant is fucking awesome. It like blew my mind because the <clears throat> majority of the book, you think one thing's happening and then it dives into the realm of um, liminal space. So basically, um, if you exist in liminal space, time doesn't affect you. Um, you literally can move forward and backwards in time. And the way you get there is you... You, ki- you kill. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're describing an experience that yeah. I had. <laughs> you kill. You kill your whoever created you, basically. But to get to the liminal space, I, I don't want to ruin the book, so I'm not going to like go too far. But that sounds um, amazing. But basically, you get yourself as close to death as possible. And in that moment of where everything's slowing down and you're kind of seeing your life flash before your eyes, that's where you're there. But then you have to like, oh man, it's crazy. Like I'm getting way like way far into it. But um, uh, <laughs> you get there. Over here. You get there, and then you can move backwards in time, and you can move forward in time. But basically, it breaks it down that like all of the people that are um, the super rich and the super like um, well off people in our world have been the people that have reached this liminal space. And they, they are utilizing like all of that to basically become untouchable because they yeah. can't be killed because sure. they're they're they exist like they don't they exist outside of time. Yeah. And um, sounds a little similar to what. Um, but the book is good. So I yeah, suggest yeah. reading the book because awesome. it'll, it'll go through the whole thing. And it's awesome. What was the movie we were just talking about? Interstellar. Yep. Like right at the very end when he was in the black hole and he was going down certain sections and yes. he was saying the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it's not the same thing, but it seems kind of similar that they right. may have took yeah it's still existing out of the normal space time at least what right. we perceive and it's 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 crazy to think i mean obviously you know we it doesn't exist but i mean when you read um, science fiction from like you know the 1800s stuff that didn't exist they were they were writing about um, one of my favorite books is john carter from mars <laughs> and um, they, they're talking about um, how the how the Martians um, communicate and they say that they're bouncing signals off of moons and back down to each other to communicate like with um, like radios basically, but like cell phones like that. That's what that guy was writing about in the 1800s. Like, Hey, I think that you could definitely bounce a a signal off of, you know, a moon and it come back down on the other side of the planet. And it's like, you know, the stuff that we're writing and seeing in movies, like what if that's just the the next like step, like that we're actually preparing ourselves for that. I actually yeah. believe that that's like those types of people um, who have great minds, they get ideas out there that, that really stick with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Spielberg has movies that changes people's perceptions. I mean, look at what um, Star Wars and Star Trek and, even Marvel and all those have done for for some people. It just right. it's it's really nice to see people that have the same ideas and have money to actually portray those ideas. It makes you feel good that something good is going to happen out. Well, of I it. mean, just look at Elon Musk. Like, I yeah. mean, that guy may be broken fifty years because yeah, or not fifty years because I don't think he's that. I don't think he, I think he's older than that. But like 
but basically uh, what I'm getting at is the fact that he is going after like his dreams and his absolutely and not really worrying about the fact that sure. it might bankrupt him eventually, well, like building rockets. And I mean, whatnot. Nikola, I it will. <laughs> Nikola Tesla had the idea for a wireless network, right. and you know, while, while he was alive, <laughs> like he had actual sketches of devices that kind of looked similar to what a cell phone maybe was a little mm-hmm. little brick with some knobs on it. And, and wasn't he? Wasn't there a conspiracy that like he was killed by like somebody that? Oh or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, Edison. Edison stole his, his idea. You know, stole yeah, his yeah. Um, Demonized to, him in the science world. Right. Yeah, yeah. He, his reputation was destroyed. He, you know, um, he uh, died with a pigeon as a lover, and so you know they he was he kind of an like eccentric dementia. human, but <laughs> a, a brilliant human nonetheless. Right. Um, but yeah, no, there was definitely a lot of signs that pointed to um, you know. His takeover of the, uh, you know, the massive power, the elite of the day, the um, Rockefellers and the folks that wanted to make the money. You know, he was trying to give energy to everyone for free. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Mm-mm, we I, can't have I that. I think that's what Musk is going to have to worry about. Yeah. I mean, because I'm pretty sure he got approval for his um, gigawatt factories. Right. And I think he said, was it 100,000 or 1,000 that he had to build? I'm not sure. I don't he, said know. He, he said if he had a certain amount of gigawatt factories that everybody would have free energy. Yeah, and uh, somebody just posted on the Facebook Live, Tesla's work would have meant free energy for everyone, and that's why it was squashed. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly That's from right. Colleen absolutely. Kelly. Thank you, Colleen. That was yeah, absolutely. He actually had that idea point. for the um, light bulb as well, right. and he wanted to um, make that free, and Edison was like, yeah. are you nuts? Like, And yeah. Edison was also with J.P. Morgan. He was funded through J.P. Morgan. Of course. So, yeah. you know, J.P.'s <laughs> like... Well, we can make tons of money off of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. He he took what he could harness from uh, Nikola Tesla, and he would have these shows where he electrocuted elephants. Oh yeah, I, which I, is just I listened insane. to that on um, How Stuff Works podcast. Yeah, it's that's <laughs> it's just insane. He would they would electrocute these animals to prove how powerful the electricity was, and you know how many homes we could you know give electricity to. And Edison would sabotage his. Um, he would he would sabotage um, Tesla's like demonstrations right. purposely mm-hmm. just to make him look like he's a quack. That's crazy, it's, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's crazy. Like it goes back to um, what we were talking about with the like on a smaller scale of this, like because we were talking about we stuff we don't know. So yeah. on a smaller scale, I mean, there's stuff in just in our existence of like our world politically and things like that that we don't know. So it's what I've I, and what I wanted to get to at that point is. You know, it is frustrating, and I've also thought, um, wouldn't it be awesome if we could live, like, multiple lives so that I could actually do all of the stuff that I wanted to do? So, yeah. like, for example, like, you know, I, I love doing the podcast. I love my job, but, like, this is, you know, one-eighth of, like, the careers that I would have loved sure. to have pursued yeah. or, like, started young and, like, yeah. gotten good at. Um, but it's crazy to think that, like, I wish that we could live that. And if if you could live a different life, what would you what would you have chosen to change or do differently if you could live multiple lives? To be able to take the knowledge from each life to life. There you go. That's, yeah. I mean, no, I, mean I, that, I think that would, that's the main thing. Yeah. Is you want to be because think of how long it's taken you to get the knowledge that you have now. Right. And I'm like, God, if it was just <laughs> five years ago, it would, this yeah. would have made a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's kind of what reincarnation is, you know, um, at its base, except, you know, the, in reincarnation, you would start fresh. You wouldn't have any memories, mm-hmm. no prior knowledge. Um, but 
you know, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I would, you know, if, if that was the situation where there was, um, you know, a new life to be lived and you could live it with the knowledge of the prior one, you know, I think just building that accumulation would be, That'd be you know, to, to, if you knew, for instance, that you had five lives mm-hmm. and after five lives, it was whatever was the unknown. Um, you know, you could utilize, I mean, you, you would be motivated to try and accumulate as much as you could mm-hmm. in each one of those, right? you know, to move on. I mean, some people wouldn't, I guess. Yeah. Do you think, do you think but. you'd waste, like, <laughs> I feel like I'd waste at least one of them. Like I'm going to like, you know, do, yeah. do all the drugs and do all the like, yeah. crazy shit. That well, I, and, and, and that also it's insane to think about how different your experience would be based on where you were born into. Right. Like that would be the X factor is, you know, am I born in the same hospital in the same town? Am I, you know, kind of reliving that cycle or is it different every time, you know, your life's going to be very different if you're born in the third world. Right. You know, that's just the, you know, the the fact of it. So that's, that's a pretty deep thing to think about, man. That's, so that's a brain teaser. (laughs) I was having a conversation similar to this, um, with, uh, I do, I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu okay. on the side. Shane, actually, uh, that's not here today, he had car trouble. He actually did that, does jiu-jitsu as well. So, like, oh. he hasn't been into it for a while. Oh, okay. I think he's trying to get back into, like, getting into a gym and doing, yeah, doing some stuff. Yeah, got to get him over to my gym. Yeah. They would love to have that, him over That's That would be awesome. I want to try it out just because I want to see somebody just whip my ass because I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, a, I'm not a fighter. And I want to so learn, learn some, like, uh, maybe some self-defense type stuff because – you know, I'm a pretty big guy, but like I never, I literally have been in, I think, two fights my entire life. <laughs> like, size, size does not matter in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And that's, that's what, the great thing about it. I, uh, I like, I'm sorry we're getting off on a tangent, but uh, I was listening to a Rogan podcast mm-hmm. where he had a guy on there and um, they were talking about, uh, they basically talked about jiu-jitsu the entire time. And they were just like saying how um, size doesn't matter um, because like specific like people that are shorter have like an advantage because of this people that are taller and lankier have an advantage because of this like they were just talking about how like you use every like advantage that you have based off of based off your body type as, as opposed to yeah. just overpowering somebody or yeah. or just like beating somebody's ass basically. yeah it's an equalizer man that's it for is. sure yeah. it's it's the universe it's, mm-hmm. it, there's a positive and a negative to everything there's always a move that can be countered mm-hmm. in jiu-jitsu nobody's ever found a move that works and you can't counter or block. Yeah. There's a counter to every move. And that's, that's kind of like how life works. is. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's crazy to like, yeah. I mean, it's crazy to like have those uh, analogies that work for, for both things. Um, you know, I think that, uh, um, something that I want to do also talk about is, um, the fact that <clears throat> we're doing this right now, you know, what it's, it's crazy to think that like, the, the entire world's moving along no matter what. So it doesn't really matter if you're here or if you're there. Um, but I also think about that energy thing. Yeah. Where, and I started to believe this uh, just a little bit uh, in the past, like in the past like year I've thought of this is like, you know, with the podcast, like the positive momentum going forward. Like if I stopped, it would stop immediately. It's like almost like when you're working out, like you're, you're in a good, you're in good shape, but as soon as you stop, it's gone. Like it takes you forever to get to in shape. But then as soon as you stop, it's gone. I think energy is the same way because, you know, if I was to just like take today off because I was hung over this morning, like that it would have like it would have probably thrown you off. It probably would have thrown you guys ah, off. Like, yeah, yeah. like, I mean, and then and then that like hurts that relationship. And it's just crazy how energy like it is always moving forward. If you yeah, keep yeah, yeah. it moving forward and if you don't. Absolutely. 
it just stops immediately. And the amazing thing about experiencing life on Earth as a human being is that you can control that energy. Yeah. Um, we have, you know, the choice to to do what, you know, is going to create a positive energy. We have the choice to do what's going to create negative energy. And, um, you know, that just kind of good energy breeds good and bad breeds bad. You know, that's, that's Do you guys believe in uh, destiny at all? Like it's like destined like to happen. Like predestined? Yeah. No. No. I don't. In a, I, in a way, I don't think there's a... Sorry to interrupt you, by the way. I was just... No, was no, just no, no, no. That's a very valid question. I was just yeah, thinking yeah. that. I don't yeah. think there's a tablet with your name on it that says you start here, you'll end here. Right. And there's, there'll be stuff in between. I think there's possibility, mm-hmm. which in a form is destiny. Because you can have a possibility to be great, you can have a possibility to, to be terrible, or you can just have a possibility to be neutral. Right. There's millions of possibilities out there. So I would say that that's the closest thing to destiny that I would that I would believe in. Yeah, and and I, I also like I agree with that too. And I also at a uh, on a different like kind of agreement is uh, you know what you were talking about you're born into like say you're born into a family that is wealthy you're like to me that's kind of like destiny because you have way more opportunity because yeah. you have all this like you know behind you mm-hmm. and <clears throat> being born into something that is like poverty it's going to be a lot harder to get to where that place is that the person that like it's almost like the person you're playing a video game and the person started out with you know all their lives and all their uh, equipment and you know the other person started with nothing and they got to figure out how to yeah. get all of that stuff yeah yeah and and you're setting up you're setting up the rest of your lineage basically yeah. based off the work that you do which oh, is yeah. crazy to think too yeah oh that's God. that transfer of energy yeah. don't get me well, started on bloodlines and information <laughs> and and I've thought like <clears throat> I've honestly thought that bloodlines are like something that is actually that's a that's a thing that like yeah. certain ones may have a better Absolutely. advantage from the very beginning because of however the genetics yeah. are H- have you heard of epigenetic memory no I have not um, epigenetic memory is simply um, that the DNA genetic code um, passed through a bloodline um, could still harvest some memories of trauma. Like maybe not specifically what uh, what specifically happened, but there would be um, like a higher chance of anxiety in people that have been highly traumatized um, right. in their children and whatnot. Um, the transfer of PTSD. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely, and uh, that's actually one of the things that uh, we don't necessarily need to go down this rabbit hole. But for anyone who's ever um, looked into MK Ultra Mind Control or the Project Monarch, um, I love the MK Ultra. Yeah, like. that's well, one of the theories behind it is that these bloodlines were created, um, and through the process of trauma throughout those bloodlines, they're able to maintain control of these bloodlines. So whoever, you know, is pulling the strings, the the people behind the curtain, whatever you want to say, um, would, you know, use this epigenetic memory that is a real thing um, uh, to, um, you know, control these people, being making it farther down the bloodline, the more trauma there is in the bloodline, the easier these people are to break and control oh, at a wow. young, young age, <laughs> meaning that they can create more monarchs yeah. and more you know representatives and 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 not just not, I didn't mean political representatives right. but you know it can be anyone who you would need to do a specific task whether mm-hmm. it be a huge entertainer and this is completely theoretical 
you know, look, it's crazy, look into though. it for yourself. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it, it's a pretty insane thing. Trauma based, you know, genes and that sort of thing can travel through bloodline. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I think um, I think those genes can be changed. I mean, oh yeah, I, I think so too. Proven that, that absolutely DNA can be altered in 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 different ways. Yeah. Um, can you imagine like what the I mean what the medical field is going to be like? You know, fifty years from now. Like I mean, it's just it's yeah, twenty five. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's gonna be insanely different. Yeah, stem cells. I, I made a I made a joke um, on the podcast before, and I may not have actually recorded it. It's just a note in my phone. <clears throat> but I've said like I think there's gonna be like an Amazon for organs, like in just a very short amount of time. Because yeah. if they can, if they if they are able to engineer an organ. Oh yeah. You know, you're gonna be able to just get on Google and be like, ah, I need like a liver. Stem cells are nuts, yeah. man. They're really doing some crazy shit. With I need stem an cells. eye. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely the future. They, they can literally grow an eye in an eye socket from, that's, from stem cells. That's yeah. crazy. It's, that's crazy. It's insane. It's not. Well, you you you're a Joe Rogan listener. Did mm-hmm. you hear about them like injecting stem cells into like, you know, bad knees yeah. or bad backs? Well, Mel Gibson was on there with He's a fucking with his like doctor. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> I well, love him, but man, they were crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he showed up there with um his doctor, well, right. his father's doctor. Um and, you know, I saw it advertised as, you know, Mel Gibson on Joe Rogan. I'm like, "Heck yeah, I haven't, you know, heard from Mel in forever." What's this coot got to say? Um, but uh, I t- turn on there and he talks for like the first 10 minutes, just tells a brief story about his dad. And then he just hands it off to the doctor. He literally and he and Joe talk, talk about like stem, the whole time. Talk about stem mm-hmm. cells. And it was extremely interesting. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorites. He uh, completely reversed his, what, 92-year-old father's um, knee problems with mm-hmm. arthritis, uh, vision problems, um, testosterone problems. Like... You know, put him in a, about as good a health as you can be at 92 mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of gave him some more life to live. And I thought that was an insane thing to do. Yeah. You know, it, any procedure now, you know, that's a common practice right now is always very risky to do on elderly folks. And, you know, the fact that just stem cells themselves could, you know, create this immense, you know, benefit in this man's life was incredible. But what's also insane is he had to go to what? Costa Rica to do right. it or yeah. something like that? South that's America. Insane, or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and it's one of those things like, don't you guys also feel, I mean, I would hope that everybody agrees with this is like, why do we, I mean, we have these restrictions so that people that have money can make more money. Um, you know, and I also understand the, like the safety and like the, the human component, I guess. But in my mind, it's just, it's the same analogy that I have for like baseball and sports. Let them do all the steroids. Let them get giant and like, (laughs) you know, super humans out there playing our sports. Um, Do the same thing with medicine. Like test whatever you want to do if it's going to be on the in the in the uh, forward progression. But I understand, like I said, there's probably going to be people out there suffering because of this. But, you know, I I fully on board with like seeing how far we can get as opposed to putting restrictions on stuff to, to slow it down. Yeah, I don't know. People might disagree with me. There's, well, I mean, there's people suffering now, so yeah, it, there, there's yeah. always going to be people suffering. It's, right. I, I'm kind of in the same boat, just because I, I want to see psychedelics mm-hmm. become legal. Yeah, I want to see drugs become legal, not for the use, mm-hmm. for the testing of of what they could do for a person. Right. Everything in moderation. From what I've learned, I'm I'm, I'm a huge dieter. Mm-hmm. I'm on the keto diet. I've like studied it for like five years. I've not written any books. Like it just, I'm just like interested in it. Yeah. And 
that type of stuff is something that we have to look at. Mm-hmm. There's these things are really curing things. Yeah, these mushrooms and psilocybin are curing. I don't want to say curing. It's reversing PTSD in people who have taken five thousand pills a year. Right, their minds are being altered from the pills and the PTSD. And they're getting help. They're in in one to three uses, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. it's around a sixty percent success rate in yeah. medicine. Yeah, I believe is around like a thirty to twenty percent success rate. That's crazy. With almost a hundred percent remission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually read um, MDMA as well. Um, microdosing is uh, it has shown tons of benefits in in uh, depression and anxiety and stuff like that alcoholism um, uh, yeah alcoholism like and even um, opioid use um, yeah. uh, uh, boga is being used a lot for have you guys um, heard of the ayahuasca like oh yeah the, the, mm-hmm. the people going down there and doing I, those I plan on taking a trip in in my lifetime <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, I don't think be, I, I don't think I yeah, can handle I it man do it. I don't think I could it's as, like yeah as as being a human being, I feel like that's what we're here for. Yeah, that's we're we're here to experience. I, I I feel like the universe was was created because of its form. Mm-hmm. It it can't experience the things that we're experiencing right now, but it's a part of us. So in a form, it is experiencing it, but through us. That's insane. That's and very f- meta and like just yeah. t- well, pretzeled but, my brain a little bit. <laughs> Bill Hicks uh, Bill Hicks said it perfectly when he said that you know we're we're all um subjective beings you know experiencing reality well hold on a second i'm i'm over here trying to remember this <laughs> paraphrase but essentially the the paraphrase is um that you know we're all just individuals experiencing our own little version of what this is yeah. and you know um if we have the ability and um you know the the Courage, you know, not to disparage anyone that you know isn't into it, but you know that it takes a lot of a lot of courage to put you know an unknown, um, you know, uh, plant into yourself that yeah. could, that could give you an experience that you don't know. There's a lot of fear. Un, there's a lot of unknown. Oh, very, and, very and much a, a lot of fear for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and naturally, naturally, you know what I mean. But to be able to allow yourself to, um make yourself vulnerable to whatever you know is thrown at you is is you know pretty insane and i think that it's you humbling. know yeah it's yeah. very humbling it's a it's definitely one of those things that you know i've uh you know had uh to i don't know i i guess the the way i'm trying to describe it is just that you know it's one of those things that needs to be done so you can just have a different perspective i right. guess um i Not mean to i go party and yeah and laugh and you know you can yeah. have that but those things are meant to be here for medicinal mm-hmm. purposes yeah to, it's, it's to, a, to get our medicine, consciousness yeah. where it needs to be yeah yeah somebody somebody just asked where where's shane on the uh facebook live shane had car trouble he wasn't able to make it today he will be back uh next week i'm assuming <laughs> sorry uh just had to get that in there um really quick though what do you like because you talked about you had experiences i want to tell you guys real quick mine um and then i want to ask you about like stuff you've you've experienced in your life like with like you know paranormal or whatever sure. um or you know maybe even like an alien type thing but <clears throat> for me um a i've had um sleep paralysis which you mm-hmm. know when you look it up you know there's scientific you know reasoning for everything but you know at the same time it's 
it's really freaky. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, I, I heard a voice one time and I was like, I've, I've scoured the internet and I've not found anybody that heard voices. They've seen, you know, a figure they've like felt like they're being pinned down on the bed, but I've not seen anybody that's like said, I, I actually heard somebody talking to me and I'll, I'll tell you guys really quick. My story of, uh, you know, the first time it happened, <clears throat> I, I like, I woke up, but you're not really awake because you can't move. Um, I, I, I felt like I was stuck and I felt like I, I literally in my, like I tried to yell, I couldn't yell. Um, and then, so I started to like think like I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm talking with my mind. So I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, am I dead? And then the, like, I'm, <laughs> I will shit you not a voice. Like it, it was like a really loud, like noise in my ears. And then all of a sudden there was like, I knew there was a presence. And then I was like, I was like, I'm dead. And then I thought, are you, I know this is literally what I said to this, whatever I thought it was. I said, are you God or the devil? And the thing literally said, we are one and the same. And I was like, holy shit. Like I'm freaking out. And like, I'm like, I'm like, like I'm trying to move. Like I'm like, just move your like arm or something like that. And I can't move. And then like, I hear the, and then the, like the, the, the sound is gone and the presence I feel is gone and then I can move and I get up and like I was terrified like I like wow you need I, to write a script <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah. and I, and I, and I had, I had the paramount I yeah, had yeah no idea what was happening and like I, it freaked me out and I didn't really look it up I didn't feel like I was just like that was really fucked up like yeah. I was like and then um it happened again <clears throat> and um I was like laying on the couch in my apartment in college and I like I was like laying on my side facing the wall away from the TV and I once again I heard the like like noise and I like I'm like oh it's fucking happening again yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm freaking out like getting scared and like I look up and there's like there's writing on my wall but it's like the light from the TV is like making the but I can't read it like it's just like weird like I don't know what writing it is and like I'm just sitting there and like I'm freaking out and um but I'm like, but I'm more calm because I'm yeah. not, like, I'm like, ah, this has happened before. It's going to, it's going to end. And so like, same thing. And then it's just gone. And I wake up and I like, look at my TV and my TV's like playing whatever, like office re- rerun that I was watching or something like that. And it just like, um, does, it, does this sound similar to you? It was just, it was just crazy as fuck. Uh, yeah. It, a little bit, but it's yeah. just, it's just one of those things that like, there is scientific like explanations like yeah. I've read it that you're you're in your dream state or whatever so there's chemicals in your body like making you kind of like hallucinate DMT yeah while you're like you're in between sleep and awake so you're like your mind is awake but your body yeah. can't move yeah, so like absolutely I mean, do you want to hear something that's really gonna blow your mind now yeah I ex- I experienced that same exact thing that, that you're talking about but on psychedelics really I I think it's a reality or a dimension mm-hmm. I that's what I think when we're dreaming because it, it is it's it's what he said it's DMT being released in your mm-hmm. brain when you're sleeping yeah psilocybin is on the same spectrum I don't want to say the same realm but the same spectrum of DMT so I, and when when you were explaining it, like my heart started to race because I <laughs> I have experienced that and it was like I was repicturing it, mm-hmm. and mine was the same way. I just I was in this. You were explaining the the floating in darkness and going whichever way. I was at that point. Yeah, nothing around me, and I just mm-hmm. shut off. And this voice came, but then it was a holographic Egyptian 
being oh, that, shit. that was above me. <laughs> and that writing that you're talking about scrolled up like the Star Wars. That's and crazy. She started chanting the yeah. What I'm assuming was whatever that was writing. Written. I have no idea what the writing was, mm-hmm. but I started to chant chant it with her, like yeah. she was controlling me. Or I'm getting goosebumps, like Dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was getting when you were explaining that. Yeah. So, I in 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 my opinion, I think that is just a dimension that we go to, mm-hmm. and when you do that and you experience it, like you said, you were more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what it's that's we to tie it all together when we first thought when you first asked what are those here for what are we here for like that's what we're here for mm-hmm. is to experience those things and become one with that mm-hmm. the greatest thing in the universe is to be a universe right why else would we be here yeah that's yeah that's awesome um it, and it's interesting what you heard in your um voice because i think that that i think that's completely true um from a philosophical standpoint you know when you say are you god or are you the devil we are one and the same um you know in a scenario where um you know god or the um or the source energy or or however you want to refer to that archetype um if that is the source of all being or or energy or life in the universe then the devil has to be an extension of that mm-hmm. and i think that um that why it's still i will always wonder i will always wonder why that's the first place my mind went when i was like thought well, i was dead well well be, because <laughs> that's, that's it was just something you've never experienced before yeah. yeah i mean but we're as as little kids that's what our grandparents yeah. back then in, in like the 40s and 50s that was huge mm-hmm. religion is what carried yeah. the united states <laughs> and so i mean we were just coming out of that to believe yeah. that you know we don't really need that that it's kind of controlling and mm-hmm. on, yeah. on to that conspiracy con- conspiracy <laughs> another time but um that's that's what we were conditioned to learn as as a kid and that's always going to be in our subconscious mm-hmm. yeah. so and that's the that's the earliest thing that we learned and that's what our brain is going to revert to first and then, yeah. gonna, and then it's going to oh well, that's not true yeah let's step up the ladder a little right bit. yeah and and then like i said like it's crazy because the the sleep paralysis thing has never gone away like i yeah. mean it still happens on yeah. a fairly regular basis to me i mean i haven't had it happen i think in it's over a year since the last time but you know i'm completely comfortable with it now like i literally mm-hmm. when it when it happened the, the very last time it happened um there was no like sound or voice or anything like that um but i just like i i like popped out and like i knew i couldn't move and i was like it was just like kill bill just wiggle your big toes like, yeah just wiggle your toes and then you can start to like work your way out of it yeah yeah, yeah. they also call that um because i i listen to um like tones at night mm-hmm. um Binaural beats, yeah, but it it's to get you to that. They call it the astral plane, yeah. But it's called um, astral projection. Mm-hmm. I think is what it is. That, I had uh, Sarah Hawking on the podcast. She's a she's a. Uh, I want to say like I don't want to say psychic because I don't she know if related? that's the, I don't to know Stephen if, Hawking. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't want to say psychic because I don't know if that's what she calls herself. But she's Medium? she's basically she clairvoyant. Yeah, she clairvoyant. has she has ability and um, she's over in Australia. But she called into the show and, yeah. and she talked about um, because uh, what is it? I um, I, t- I texted her one time and was like, I'm seeing the color purple a lot. And she was like, well, purple's associated with royalty. And like, and then she was like talking about, yeah. she broke it down because literally I, I, it's, it's weird to think like you start to observe stuff and you see it and, and it's like, it's very, very consistent. Mm-hmm. I know that there's also a scientific background for that too. Yeah, that happens um, to me all the time. But 
but like you know you <clears throat> my little sister has it as well where she'll she'll see numbers a lot like the same same numbers and i think that's very interesting i always give her a hard time because i think she's just bullshitting or whatever but <laughs> but i think i think that she might be seeing something that actually like has a yeah. has a momentum or an well, energy that we've talked about to kind of come back full circle um that's one of the signs of simulation theory mm-hmm. is, a, is a lot of people say that I'm they blow your mind here in a minute <laughs> that, that, they, that they say you know we see the same i see the same numbers all the time or i see the same animals all the time or i see the same you know, I I notice um, this logo or this symbol all over the place. I always notice it if it's around. Right. Um, and and you know, some people said that that's a that's a sign of, of simulation theory. So. So, I've always been infatuated with space and mm-hmm. Orion's Belt. Mm-hmm. I never knew what it was called, but every time as a kid I looked up there, I could always spot it. Mm-hmm. I've always been that way. Uh, by the time I was twenty, my current my my wife. <coughs> Now, um, I told her we were having a boy. She's like, all right. And I said, we're going to name him Orion. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, whatever. (laughs) And sure enough, we had a boy. We named it Orion. He was born on 2-13-13 at 12-23. All Jeez. So, I mean, like. (laughs) The Holy Trinity, man. It's how how stuff ties together is this this, uh, simulation theory. I mean, it's. It's definitely a possibility mm-hmm. because the examples are there. I mean, it's actually it's it's been proven that the mathematics work behind out informatics and yeah that that, that it works out. So how well, much they um, they asked um, man what's his name he uh, is the astrophysicist that's like real popular Neil deGrasse Tyson <sighs> yeah yeah. They asked him about simulation theory, and um, it kind of blew my mind. He just like I'm, I'm gonna butcher it, but basically he said, you know, Mario doesn't know he's being controlled. Mario, exactly, yeah. Mario thinks he's real. Yeah. Mario doesn't know that you're controlling and making him jump and stuff like that. Yeah, he's like, you know, if if you think of if you think of that and you extrapolate that out. You know that could be somebody controlling us. He's like, sure. it's, he's like, it's very possible. Like, I love his his take on the world. How he's not going to shoot something down just because maybe he doesn't specifically believe yeah. it. But yeah. he's he's like, I see that there's. A, he's like, I see there's a possibility for yeah. that. And you know, um, the theme of being controlled by an outside source for a lot of people that's God. You know, yeah. for for a lot of people that's it's you comforting. Know, it, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or your gut bacteria. It's 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 actually it's actually a a real possibility yeah. that we have no control over us. Right. It's it's the bacteria in our gut sending the signals to our brain. I've heard that. That's controlling us. And that's crazy just, to think too. Yeah, I mean, and and that's the craziest thing is if you don't have the perception, that's not a possibility. Yeah. If you yeah. have the perception, it's a possibility. <laughs> sure. So what what even is real at that point? Like you know, I mean, <laughs> that's still crazy. <laughs> uh, it's insane. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a um, that's a really you know, it's what, what I love so much about you know conspiracies, whether they be you know political, whether they be based around terrorist events, or whether they be based around whatever. Um, you know, it's the thrill of the unknown. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? At least for me, that has me interested in the topic. And and you know, if something's different, something's weird. You know, I, I like to learn about. It. I like to know both sides. You know, and try to try to come up with my own opinion. And and you know, 
have fun talking to you know other folks about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Keyword so, opinion. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's all we have. Yeah, and yeah, because the word theory is in there for a reason. Yeah, and it's hilarious because I'm I'm that kind of person that anytime I see anything or read anything or see anything, I'm like. What's the other angle to this? Like, yeah. What's, like, yeah, that's, yeah, you have that's, to be. Yeah. You know that that's the way I feel when I see, you know, any. Um, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but whenever I see a breaking news story of some kind, Sorry, you know, guys. I uh, <laughs> it's all good. Um, whenever I see a breaking news story, whatever it is, you know, um, I always think to myself, okay, what else could be coming out of this that we maybe aren't being shown? What mm-hmm. what agenda? Yeah, is behind this, and and not that there always is to everything, because that's absolutely not the case. Mm -hmm. But in so many situations, there have been ulterior motives that you know. I'm just kind of gotten to the point now where I'm like, okay, you know, it's it's almost like, you know, the the boy who cried wolf. You know what I mean? That there have been so many shady situations that the legitimate ones, you know, gain a little bit of you know um, suspicion from you know my point of view, and that's not always warranted. But you know, it's just kind of the way I see it. I mean, every, I mean, as soon as like sports, I'm like, man, that's rigged. <laughs> that's, 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 I mean, people were calling out uh, the Pacers, like that's the game that's going on right now. Oh, refs um, just, oh right now? Yeah. Oh, I'm so upset that I'm missing. <laughs> we're, we're missing. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm, I'm like super happy that yeah, I'm here. We're, I, we're, we're missing game seven. Yeah. But, um, what's, what's the score, by the way? Uh, I can look yeah. that up real quick. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but no, the, uh, like, we, NBA has been specifically called out, like, they are the refs are affecting the outcome oh, of the yeah. game. Oh yeah, right. I mean that one guy went down for throwing games, right? That yeah. one ref oh, went down for yeah. Daughter, I can't remember his name. I don't know if you. Want, I don't know Daughter? if you want to know the score. Oh, <laughs> I called it. I told everybody that LeBron was going to go off. <laughs> it's uh, it's. I mean, obviously we're in the middle of a podcast, but it's nineteen to thirty-one. Uh, Cavaliers over the uh, Pacers right now in the first into the into the first quarter. Oh, we got time. Yeah, we we've got time. time. The, I've I've learned that the NBA, like you, you can't just. And, and I th- this let's, let's go on to a conspiracy about mm-hmm. it. If 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 a team's blowing a team out back in the day, stopped watching it. Right. Can't do that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These teams are going on 30, 40 point runs that. It normally never happens. Yeah. So you have to stay watching right. it. You have yeah. to keep viewing it. Well, and uh, do you guys remember the conspiracy theory about Jordan? About the fact that oh, the time that mobster. he the, the time that he went to baseball was he was uh, gonna get suspended for betting and yeah. like for uh, betting on like I think actually his games or whatever. And they were like, well, you can uh, do that, or you can like go play baseball for a year or two or whatever. I don't know what so, how long he was gone. Let me add on to that. And he's a notorious gambler. I mean, all that is true, but yeah. it wasn't because of the NBA. It was because of the mob. Oh, really? He, like he was doing it for the mob. Mm-hmm. He was making the mob money, and the NBA told him this. Did not know that he was in with the mob. Right. He told the mob. The mob said, "You better do this, or you get out of basketball, mm-hmm. and or go play baseball or yeah. whatever." That's that's one of the that's one of the theories that it was the mob that. Um, killed his dad, number one. <laughs> Somebody just posted that on the Facebook Live. Thanks. They yeah. killed his dad because of his debt. Yeah. That's crazy. And then and then it rolled over into his baseball playing career. Goodness gracious. Because you can fix baseball games. Which even, was murder in and of itself. Yeah. Well, yeah. But even even though he played in the minor leagues, 
it's Michael Jordan. Right. Yeah. People, people are going to go watch bet. it. Yeah, they're going to go watch. It's like Tebow right now, like playing in the minor league or whatever. Like he's yeah. going to be in the majors. He's probably it's probably making tons of money for whoever has yeah. him on the field. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he's going to be in the majors soon. Yeah. He, he's he even if he can't hit, he's just a well, beast and on the and, field. and that's really interesting in and of itself. The way that. Uh, um, there, I've also got another conspiracy theory about Major League Baseball this year. I feel like Giancarlo Stanton was probably um, a result of the uh, Jeter becoming the GM of the uh, mm-hmm. the Marlins, and then all of a sudden their best player goes to the Yankees. Yeah, come on, but um, <laughs> but uh, He's a huge but no, Yankee it, fan. It, it, <laughs> yeah, get out of here with the Yankee shit. <laughs> um, Northside all day, um, but uh, but. Um, yeah, no, the the Mets, you know, if you're buying a baseball ticket in New York, you're probably going to see the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with that lineup and Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton, just plus all the, you know, young players that got there, they're gonna, they're scary for the next few years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of people are going to see their tickets and, and you know, go see their shows buying tickets and uh, shows, games. I'm just over <laughs> here in entertainment mode. Um, but, no, uh they need to sell some tickets on the other side of town. And, uh, you know, the Mets picked up Tim Tebow. He's actually starting to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I guess you can learn the outfield. I mean, you are in the National League. You can't have a DH position. So, right. um, you know. He's running through the walls. He's the, he, he's robbing home runs, not even jumping, just running through the walls. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, he just leaves an imprint in the wall. <laughs> That's what I was just about when to say. When you yeah. see him beside, like, an, like an actual baseball player, it's like, Jesus Christ, is that a monster? Yeah. A Nephilim? <laughs> he looked like Mark McGuire when he was playing for the athletics oh my gosh i i had a baseball card like i clearly have an idiot and i've lost all those things but i had a baseball card of like mark mcguire and he looked like a superhero it was yeah. insane. oh like, yeah him and sammy sosa beside each other look like batman and robin yeah Just yeah the ebony and ivory version yeah i me and a, this is kind of off topic but uh me and a um one of my best friends when we were like 10 or 11 went as Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa mm-hmm. and I my mom painted a goatee on me and she painted his face black <laughs> <laughs> and I was like black oh face. oh, life in the 90s man that would have been oh on social God. media and been all over the place you guys would have been killed persecuted yeah media. that's we didn't you know we didn't have any ill will it's just a, you know we didn't have a Sammy Sosa mask or anything and so you know your mom would have been fighting <laughs> she would have been fighting hands down. Oh, yeah, Fight, yeah, yeah. Well, and, mom. you know, that there was no ill intent. No, so, you and, know, and anything what, would be unwarranted. Yeah. But, but, you Shane know, Shane and still, I talk about that on yeah. a very regular basis, that if somebody makes a joke just to make the joke, like, as something, like, that you can't really hold them to, like, to a different level because yeah. it's it's not in, like, a bad intent. Like, sure. he's, he's always on intent. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's always intent. It's always I mean, about intent, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I had that experience on intent Facebook. and consent. If you have a doubt, don't pull it out. <laughs> Did you um, uh, also hear the uh, there's there's a, the, a conspiracy theory about the uh, McGregor thing where they said that um, a lot of those guys were potentially going to get busted for steroids. So the guys that were like medically um, cleared, like they couldn't fight was uh he was they were saying that the, potentially they were gonna like, get a oh, test positive and like so so <clears throat> so okay I have not heard about this. so the the big theory is like the overarching theory is is um somehow mcgregor got shares of ufc like basically like him and dana white worked out something like you're gonna get this amount of shares but i need you to come down here and do this because these guys are gonna pop test 
test po- test positive oh, for steroids. Wow. I need you to come down and do this. It's going to make us all a ton of money eventually because people yeah, are going to yeah. want to see you come back. Connor could be even Russia, man. Yep. Yeah. And then and um and that's what like they say that this was like almost like a professional wrestling stunt. Come down, do this. That gets these guys out so they don't get in trouble and it doesn't taint our name of the UFC. <clears throat> and then. You know, you might have to spend like, you know, a couple hours in jail, but then you'll get out and then we'll just build this up to another giant wow. mega fight. That is brilliant. And wow, wow, not, wow. That is, yeah. <laughs> Freaking brilliant. I mean, if that's true, man, that's, that's, uh, it's genius. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, it, if it works out, you know, it, hey, Dana and Vince are really good friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, there was also, isn't there word that Dana might be looking to sell the UFC? I, I, I have not heard I've, that. I've, 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 I've heard that Vince McMahon was super interested like in the buy it. Wants yeah. to buy the how, how many more years does Vince have? Like, isn't he know. like super fucking yeah. old? Yeah, he's getting there, man. super steroids he's taking. That's what <laughs> yeah. it is. What's he supposed to be bringing back the XFL, too, yeah. right? Oh, I'm all in oh, on that. Oh, I'm hell all yeah. in on it. I want to see that. Hell yeah. Even, even if they tone it. All the it. pissed off guys that didn't get yep. to the NFL are like, yes. Even if they tone it down a little bit because they said they were going to have it a little bit more PG 13 than they did back in the day. Oh, yeah. They couldn't show games before like 10 p.m. right back in the 90s and if you had to wait till after 10 p.m. in the 90s yeah you were some you were really throwing around some nasty shit back then i mean nowadays you know it's it's a you know a little bit more strict but back then and he's like they should run in stimpy on nickelodeon for crying out right loud. which is another Good really Lord. interesting uh conspiracy just showing all the like subliminal weird shit they put in cartoons Back in the days, I mean, even, I mean, I w- you, you could go deep into, like, the Disney thing, but, like, I mean, even just, like, Nickelodeon, go back and watch, like, Rocco's Modern Life. Mm-hmm. Or Dildo's That's so- Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd never not see that now when I watch that movie. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, like, it, it, we, we can get back to that, but the XFL, real quick, if they, I am going to be so pissed because they tell they're saying they're not going to have the uh, the fight for the football for like the first like possession what? or whatever. Oh. Man, like that that's doesn't like make the it best. the XFL yeah. though. Was like the, that I was think the best thing. I think yeah. that's safer than kickoff. Oh, it is. I I honestly don't think football is going to be around much longer mm. because of all the head injury and like there's the no, people killing people. I think there's too much money in it that there's no way it's going to go anywhere. See, I heard the diff. I I heard different. Mm. I don't know if this is true, but I heard that they're hurting to yeah. pay these players the what they should be paid right. and that's what's going to hurt them mm-hmm. is these players know what they have to go through i mean yeah. what's the average lifespan in the, like playing in the nfl is like four five six yeah, years it's, something it can't like be that. that much it's yeah. very i mean these players aren't making enough money to go through that kind of mm-hmm. thing and now players are getting smarter they're not letting them smoke weed which has shown mm-hmm. to help head injuries right I, there's just a lot of factors that I think are going to play, not not just money itself, and eventually it's going to it's going to be a dying sport, unfortunately. And, and there are a lot of players who said that they don't want their kids to play football. Yeah, yeah. Aaron you know? Foster is really uh, he was on the Joe Rogan yeah. podcast talking yeah, yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. He said I made millions of dollars playing football. I'll never tell my son to play football. Yeah, he needs to go be a neuroscientist or yeah. a lawyer or some kind of doctor. Because that's what that's what Arian was going to study. He was right. stu- he was going to study that. And I mean, it's it's crazy to think though. Like I mean, the NFL is still a. Uh, I want to say they are um, a not they call, they label themselves as a nonprofit or some or not nonprofit. What is it that they like? They're tax exempt yeah. basically. Yeah. And well, it's the it's kind of it's if I remember correctly, it's it's some sort of distinction like. Um, Oh goodness gracious! Sorry, I, I thought I had it on my. But tongue, yeah, but. but it's just crazy that they. I feel like there is like a, a situation where they don't pay as 
pay that many taxes. Oh yeah, if, if yeah, absolutely. Taxes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's and, kind of the, the name of the game. And it's it's insane that they. I mean, that they they do have that. I mean, that much money. Like, I mean, that's it's uh, to buy a team. Like, just imagine that. Like, it's a, like it's yeah. They're it's billions, crazy that people can do that now. They used to be millions, <laughs> and now what was it? The uh, was it the Clippers that sold for like three point some million or a billion? I have like, no idea. It was like two point some billion dollars, or it was on. It was for it was for sale for the, for that. It always That's makes it, it makes me wonder. So if if you did have like unlimited resources, what would you do? Because they they always ask that question, and that's how you're supposed to figure out what you would do for a for a profession. I mean, so your life goes good, mm-hmm. you would have to disperse that out to other people. Yeah. If if you have an unlimited amount of money, people are going to find out. People yeah. are going to know. Yep. And if you want to enjoy some type of life, even if you have unlimited amounts, why not just give it to every, not, mm-hmm. you know, give them millions or billions of dollars, but make people happy. Yeah. Let, let, let them know that if they go on vacation, they're not going to be behind on bills. Or mm-hmm. if they want to go to a movie, they're not going to miss a payment on right. something. Well, and, you know, if, if I were to have an unlimited amount of money, I mean, I feel like there would need to be some type of a selection process, but I feel like I would just want to fund all the things that are amazing ideas that just don't have funding. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Obviously, um, go you can't Tony, just throw, throw money at stuff yeah. And, 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 yeah, and hope it works. But, like, you know, that's what's so, you know, kind of the tether that pulls back progression is, you know, we have the resources. You know, we have the ability we have the minds to get it done it's just that there's the funding to produce it mm-hmm. and if i had the unlimited amount of funds i mean i would try to do all i could to try and just fund those progressive projects because yeah. there are some amazing organizations and, and amazing um individuals you know like like elon musk you know imagine if elon musk had the funding at the age of 20 right or whatever you know what i mean imagine what, what he could do let alone um, you know, the, the minds that we don't even know of, or, you know, I'm just forgetting to mention. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that would definitely be something I mean, that would think, have to happen. Think about if we cut the military budget in half, mm-hmm. isn't it like 600 billion or something? I like have that? no it's clue, insane. but it's an insane yeah. amount. I mean, yeah. imagine if we cut that in half and gave it to NASA or mm-hmm. Elon Musk or somebody who is trying to tech technology wise advance us as humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was reading an article that NASA, we could be in these types of environments that are not not simulated but connected with being basically like the uh international space station yeah yeah we would be in environments like that and we would be able to travel from to like to and from right easily like within an hour Mm -hmm. and because they have no funding we're going to be hundreds of years behind yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Which is why SpaceX is going to do way more than NASA yeah. ever could it's, because they don't have to worry about government funding. No. They, they take care of it themselves. Yeah. 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 For <laughs> sure. Will. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I lost, I had something and now I lost it. <laughs> that happens, man. It's a uh, simulation, man. You forgot to hit save. Exactly. The guy, <laughs> the guy's over here fucking around, yeah. not, not, uh, not keeping yeah. track of me. Yeah, he's, he's just letting his, me his run dinger, wild. He, yeah, his pizza went off in the other room. Had, <laughs> I was going to say his mom forgot to bring in the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> mom, where's my meatloaf? Um, oh, no. The, I know what I was going to say. Uh, so the, the there's another thing that my uh, one of my favorite teachers of all time, he posed a question to us. He was like, for, you know, an unlimited amount of money, you can have every, or no, you can have everything you want in the world possible, but you can't swim in a pool. And so then, you know, 
the instant reaction everybody gives is, well, can I swim in the ocean? Can I, you know, can I jump in a lake? Can I like, and so, but then he like, as soon as we started answering those and like asking our questions to him, he was like, think about it. This is what being a human is. He's like, I told you, you could have everything in the I was world, just about to say this. <laughs> but all you're thinking about is how you can get around this pool idea and still get into water. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, that's what it means to be human. You're getting around your restrictions. I was and just, I was, I was like, did nobody say, okay, so what? I got everything else. I'm exactly. not going to have time to jump in the pool. Exactly. I know I don't have time to jump in the pool. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I just think <laughs> yeah. that that's just like a, 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 a common theme that we've talked about. Like it's just the, the, that's the first thing that we think about is the one thing we can't have. Yeah. yeah. I, I would look at that as a glitch mm-hmm. because it's, it's, you're, it's it's steering you off the path that you should be going down. Yeah, I think it's also like I mean it's a it's a question that is designed to make you think of like other ways of like getting into water bodies. Oh, of water. absolutely. Yeah, and, and I think the people that there might be people out there though that you pose that question to them and they don't think about that and maybe they're the maybe somebody that's thinking on a little bit higher of a level. Sure. And also, you know, it just says so much about human psychology. Um, have ever, have you ever watched anything by Darren Brown? I've heard the name. He's he's got something on Netflix right now called The Push, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. which I haven't watched. I gotta but, see it. Um, I've it. seen his stuff on YouTube, and it's absolutely insane. He's a mentalist essentially, um, and he's able to manipulate um, the human psyche and get people to do things. Um, like at one point, he went to a racetrack and he used just a bunch of bill-sized pieces of paper to bet all night. And but the way he was distracting the cashier and the way that he was um you know using sounds and keywords with these people he was able to convince them that they were actually taking real money right well he has a uh um, to get back to your point where you're saying like people are uh, fascinated by the things they cannot do he did an incredible experiment where he had a woman in a room with a kitten in a box and that kitten um was attached to a uh, battery, um, but and the cage would become electrified if she pressed a button. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was all fake. Yeah, um, no, no animals were harmed in the making of this video. But she had to be in that room, that room for five minutes by herself, and she would get two hundred and fifty pounds to them mm-hmm. in Britain. She would get two hundred and fifty pounds for not pressing the button. Do okay. not press the button. And he explained it to her for like. I don't know, like two to three minutes. But every time he said do not, every time he said the word not, he clicked his pen. Mm-hmm. Do not, do not, do not. And he kind of drilled it into her head. Well, at four seconds left, it was about to be, no, it was 20 minutes. I'm sorry. Yeah. She had to be in there for 20 minutes. With four seconds left, she kind of looked over at the cat. And with one second left, she pressed the button to electrocute the cat. The one thing she was not supposed to do to get the money. Yeah. She could have walked out of there with 250 pounds <laughs> for 20 minutes worth of sitting around. But because he drilled this into the back of her head, she kept thinking about it. Yeah. She kept thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. And she ended up doing it. Wow. Which is, you know, an amazing part of the human psyche. And that's kind of what he was, he was saying was like, the more we tell people not to do things a lot of times more focused they are on doing those things yeah because it's not always about the threat of authoritarian reaction it's not always about the threat of being arrested not about the threat of being in trouble Mm -hmm. you know people will deal with that but they just want to do the thing they're told not to do right that's what a lot of psychology majors have to do like their um like one of their ending projects like thesis yeah they uh i know i have a friend who was i believe she's a behavioral 
she's a, she's a type of behavioral therapist, but she studied behavioral cognitivity in mm-hmm. children and, and stuff like that. Um, but one of her uh, assignments is she had to go to a bar, restaurant, whatever, uh, order a drink and get it for free. Mm-hmm. And um, she had little steps that she had to take. And like every time she said the word, uh, I can't remember if it, it was a certain word she had to say, mm-hmm. she would like tap the, the the desk or she would snap her finger or mm-hmm. whatever it was and um, you had to end up getting a drink for free yeah and somehow they there's a way that you can control people's minds mm-hmm. or make them take it take off the aspect of what they need from it and she got her drink for yeah. free and that kind of goes back to the MK Ultra thing. That's one of the things that they utilize. You know, a lot of people say that our billboards and our TV commercials and, and all that MK Ultra. I don't. Uh, okay, I, I have not really heard it, of it. MK Ultra mind control. There, there's several different kind of branches of this, but MK Ultra was um, a division of the CIA. Um, that was a real thing um, that came out of Project Paperclip when. Um, the leftover Nazis after World War II um, were assimilated into American CIA research and things like that. Um, so uh, this sort of thing goes back to, you know, when the Nazis would capture people, they would torture them to the point of breaking them and then would eventually um, use psychological techniques to retrain them, um, either as sleeper agents or other things like this. But it's they, the theory is that that sort of technology and that sort of mind control and psychological control um, is kind of put into um, kind of been put into public life, you know, Mm -hmm. that, you know, whether it be like a Manchurian candidate sort of situation or whether you, you know, have um, there are some theories about some celebrities that could be monarchs. Mm -hmm. um, Economic hitmen. uh, Well, that that sort of thing, Um, you know, like assassins, lone gunmen. Could yeah. be, you know, um, used. Uh, this is, you know, the theory. Um, but anyway, but MK Ultra at its base is just trauma-based psychological uh, manipulation. But it can a lighter division of it could put it into um, advertising. Could put it into um, uh, songs and lyrics. Could you know to just try to get the masses to kind of think along the same mm. lines. So um, that's the theory behind, yeah. you know, MK Ultra and, and Project Monarch. And, that and that's actually, I mean, that's actually ex- like something that exists, right? Like and Project MK. Monarch is, yeah. a, is a very real thing. Yeah. Um, and so is MK Ultra. These things actually existed. Um, there's word that they, you know, disbanded in the 60s, and but it would be completely against their interest to stop it completely right. because if they've done this to anyone in the past, then, you know, they would need to have a way to control those people. So they're not just rogue folks out there. Mm So, um, if, you know, like, like I said, it's what they've done and how it's used is all completely theoretical, Mm -hmm. but these, you know, um, they also developed torture tactics and stuff during world war two and that sort of thing. And after Vietnam and, and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Now they call those people economic hitmen. Yeah. There's a book. That's what I was looking up. Um, a guy named John Perkins wrote a book called The New Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Oh, wow. It's on Amazon. It's it's a really great book. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll, it'll explain to you a lot of what social engineers are looking to do each year, why certain things happen. I'm not saying that everything has a certain agenda by it or has people behind it. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. I'm saying that there are people who 
want things to go a certain way for their benefits. Right. I mean, everything is in the one percent's hands as far as monetary and our goods and services. Um, it's for a reason. Our media is controlled by certain industries and certain people. That's all for a reason. Yeah, it's not. And just they have a, they have an agenda as well. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. I'm I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. If I had the opportunity or the power or place of power, I'm probably going to do the same thing. I'm probably going to do what benefits me. I I, I know that's yeah. shitty, it's but capitalism that's, man. that's the human nature. <laughs> just I mean, the way it's probably yeah. going to go. Think about yeah, yeah. think about if we didn't have any money at all. Let's go back to our tribal times. Right. What what was the essence of power? That would be the control of a tribe yep. because you can go and overtake other tribes and you can take their stuff so that you don't fear that you're not going to have food for the rest of your tribe who you've promised that you would mm-hmm. give them perfect lives and be able to live without fear. Like that's just human nature. We're yeah. animals. That's yep. what we are. I've, I've, t- that. I've said that. I've said that before on the podcast when we were we were talking about um the 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 shootings and stuff like that is like you know maybe we need to embrace a little bit more of the animal side because of the fact that we're trying to get rid of that so much but some of these people i feel like i feel like there are people out there that don't need to exist so just like why don't we just end it like yeah. well yeah i mean i mean you know darwinism works you know what i mean <laughs> like it, that's a that's a thing it, it, if it regulates nature we are a part of nature you know what i mean um but at the same time that's that's kind of a ethical conflict there you know at what point do you draw that line and that's you know certainly the the biggest question to be asked but you know um yeah i I think we're we're in a weird place we um especially when it comes to you know the the frequent shootings i think we have a fascination with prevention Mm -hmm. when i don't know that that's possible i think that would be ideal obviously if you could prevent it Mm -hmm. then that would be perfect and you know if, if there's anything we've ever learned from history it's that you know um you know, just giving people a, a fear of not doing it or a threat of not doing it doesn't necessarily always work. Um, I think that we could, you know, do whatever we could to to try and protect ourselves in the event that it happens. But I don't think that prevention is ever going to be possible. Well, and then also, I mean, back to your the media being controlled and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, the the guy plays a huge role. The guy not getting really any love that stopped the shooter. at the Waffle House yeah like that's getting almost that's getting almost no coverage in the news or anything like that and the guy and the guy was so I mean he was so perfect he was like I wasn't like I wasn't trying to save anybody I was trying to make sure I survived and he was like I don't want you guys to call me a hero like I saw my opportunity to live and I took it (laughs) yeah absolutely and (laughs) and that that goes down to the simplest form of life also that's Mm -hmm. what a cell self-preservation that that's what they do they, that's what a virus, when it gets in your body, that's what it's trying to do. That's what bacteria, good and bad, that's what it's trying to do. That's all correlated with with being mm-hmm. a human, essentially. But I feel like, I mean, that, I mean, that's, but with that's with the media, like, why is that not getting a lot of, like, that guy should be getting all the love. Like, yeah. he should be getting, you know, you are a hero, but even though he wasn't trying to be a hero. Yeah. You know, he prevented something from being a lot worse of a massacre than what it was. I mean, I think four people were killed, yeah. but yeah, but it's you know, four, I thought it was four. fake. Some someone like said, "Oh my God, a crazy white guy went and killed some people in a Waffle House." I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about?" That's well, and, and, and I th- I thought it was crazy that. Um, he he grabbed the gun and burned the like shit out of his hand because the barrel was so hot. Yeah. And, like, I mean, that's just it's crazy to like it, it makes me Wasn't wonder. He naked too. The guy was yeah. The shooter was definitely naked. Like what? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. That, that's why I was like, this, he's this out is, here slinging hogs, shooting folks in a waffle house. <laughs> 
What and the but, hell? But he got he got all the press. You, I did not you hear that. We're talking about the stuff that he did, like what yeah. happened yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you yeah. said, the the guy that saved everybody. Mm-hmm. Or himself, yeah. Didn't he's not getting any. Kind and of I, love. I think that's a key. <clears throat> I think that's a key to this whole scenario. And it's something that I, I don't think is talked about enough. I've heard some people mention it, but I think that the fact that we focus on the shooter, you know, you looking at you know what could have caused it, what could have gone wrong, what could have, you know, if you know, coulda, you can do that all day. You know, what what could have done this or or what could we have done? You know, there's. Sure, there. Are, I mean, even in the case of the um, uh, the latest one uh, that happened in Florida, the Parkland shooting. Yeah. Um, you know, the police had every opportunity to go in there. You know what I mean? So if you want to look at what you could have done, then that would be you know a great place to start. But at the same time, I don't think that these people deserve as much you know attention that they're mm-hmm. getting. But you that's know what, what I mean? They're getting. They're getting attention. And, and that's why. And I think that's why they're doing. What it. is yeah. our society? money for yeah absolutely and clicks clicks <laughs> and th- this is actually a great transition uh, we don't need to get in this too much but i have learned a completely new term this week mm. which is incel have you guys heard mm. this incel i i n c e l stands for involuntary celibate these dudes the the guy who ran over people in um canada mm-hmm. identified very strongly with the incel movement so it's these group of gentlemen who believe that they're not getting laid because of feminism <laughs> Yeah, seriously, this is a so real thing. I know you're a comedian. No, th- this is a very real thing. This is a very real thing. Look at look, look it wow. up. There, um, there are. I believe there have been some subreddits already removed from Reddit. Um, there, this is a real um, group of people that that are um, that are very angry and misogynistic. Um, some of them are just trolls. Some of them are harmless, and they're probably just sitting in their mom's basement you know, worried about, you know, what's going on and, and just trying to have a voice online or whatever. These bitches and their bad power. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, it's it, it's essentially the idea that, you know, you know, women don't sleep with me because of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's a it's a Sounds it's like a mindset no that's that's grown into, you know, <laughs> um, it exists. Yeah. Um, UrbanDictionary.com incel, a.k.a. involuntary celibate, a person usually male who has a horrible personality and treats women like sexual objects and thinks his lack of a sex life comes from being ugly when it's really just his blatant sexism and terrible attitude. This is Urban Dictionary. Yeah. So it's like well, and, obviously and, making fun of the word. Well, sure. And, and you know, the it's it's kind of been dissected into this you know, new meaning of they just, you know, hate feminism. They, they believe that the feminism and, you know, is is the reason they're not getting laid. And, you know, you can, you know, talk about modern feminism all you want. I think that feminism in general is, you know, I, I don't think anyone should ever be anti-lady by right. any means. Um, but, uh, but you know, to, to blame that for the reason that you aren't getting laid or you aren't attractive to other people. Um, and then they go out and the, the reason I bring this up is the gentleman in Montreal actually said that was one of the reasons why he did, this. he did what he did. Um, and he, uh, he calls, um, the, the men and women that can get laid, they, they call them Chad's and Stacy's. I saw that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, Jeez. so the Chad's and Stacy's are, are the normies, I guess. Yeah. And, and the the incels like a high are, school group of kids. But but this is just in, in, it goes to show you how insane the human psyche can be to where they just grip onto this ideology, form a community, and you know start to 
you know, go rogue and, and act on their some crazy some, shit. Some people would call that tribalism. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. If, if if people don't know what tribalism is or believe in it, it's it's the most basic form of human nature. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the it's the kill or be killed instinct that you have in your fight or flight responses. Mm-hmm. Communities to and stay networks. alive and to keep the people around you that, that you care about alive. Yeah. And that's something that our society that we've we've advanced way too fast for the brain. Right. Our brain has not been able to catch up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I still mean, have in, those tribal hardwired. Yeah. And plus with the, you know, e- extension of, of identity politics into the modern conversation has, has kind of driven that into a negative direction. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I think that, um, they're you know, creating tribes without people knowing. Yeah. Absolutely. And social, and social and, media yeah. is separating us as well. Yeah. yeah. And not only are we, separated into these different tribes we're almost pressured into blindly agreeing with them and this takes us back to the kind of kanye thing you know people who who full circle i love it yeah (laughs) people who you know i identified as as trump supporters that's their identity that's how they identified as soon as kanye puts on a maga hat you know they're all like yeah go kanye but then today he he tweets about you know um emma gonzalez being his hero and they're like wait that's against my identity Mm -hmm. I have to make this decision based on the rule of the other identity and the tribes that I'm in. Am I going to get excluded? I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm doing. Yep. And mommy, please help me. Like that's that's where that, all that's the essentially and you know, and, and it's on both sides. And it's not a one sided thing. That was just the example that I yeah. used. But there are a lot of and and even if it's not politics, it's sports, it, it's sports, mm-hmm. it's race, it's gender, it's you know, Family, movies, even. TV, it's you know the. You know how many families have Team Edward, Team them? Jacob. Oh yeah, you know like, what I mean. Absolutely. Like, yeah, Team Ed- <laughs> Team Edward, Team Jacob. You know what I mean. You, you're, Avengers you're, and Marvel. Yep. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're either you know Superman or Batman. Mm-hmm. You're you know we're we're put too much emphasis on that thing. Mm-hmm. But if you broke us down in, into these little tribes of a hundred people or so, we we have way more in common than you know we're led to believe. So and and you know that if there was, <laughs> I mean, if it was a situation where it was you know post apocalyptic, we would. We would get with like-minded yeah. people. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we would, absolutely. We would figure out, okay, this person thinks like me. I'm going to probably hang out with them. This person likes to murder yeah. everybody. I'm not going to hang out with them. That's yeah. that fight or flight. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. what we're bred absolutely. with. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> absolutely, man. But yeah, I think that uh, we're hitting that time, but I appreciate you guys coming out and doing this. This was like one of my, uh, I feel like most in like... I'm engaged, and I know that I'm yeah, engaged sure. in most podcasts. But, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But this this one was uh, I, I, I pretzeled my brain a couple of times, so awesome, I like man. that. This, That's this it. Was, sometimes this was really you gotta great. sometimes you gotta twist the brain to kind of wring out all the stuff yeah. that you don't want. You <laughs> exactly. know what I mean? If you don't twist the brain a few times, it gets all built up and gunked up with the stuff that doesn't yeah. matter. But when you you know look down at the the perspective that is in its most simple form, then you know there's some there's some stuff to be discovered there for sure. Absolutely. And uh, so basically, before we go, though, tell them about what you got going on. And then also, if you have anything that you want to plug as well. I mean, we got the jujitsu as well. So, yeah. I, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Backstage Laugh podcast. Um, we've uh, got a open mic coming up that we're going to see you at, actually. <laughs> it's going to um, be. I'm going to be. So yeah. Bad. May 9th, Kettletop <laughs> Brew House. Yeah. Um, uh, we're going to be uh, doing our one year anniversary of, so our, awesome. of our open mic. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when I was thinking about when did we start this has been a year ago it's like crazy to to think about so um we're gonna have a great lineup for that our feature is gonna be neil snyder um kettle top brew house also we have our um showcase uh comedy showcase coming up may 18th 
Our headliner is going to be Alex Price for that show. Um, we got a couple more episodes coming your way. Um, so stay tuned. Go like us um, on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Laugh Podcast. Um, send us any questions or anything you would think at Backstage Laugh yeah. at gmail.com. Um, you can find me on social media at Uncle Buck's House at all uh, forms. Um, I don't have any shows immediately outside of the shows at the Kettle Top, but I'll uh, keep everyone updated when I'm right. going out and doing some more stand up comedy. And yeah, so that's it for me. This is no bullshit. The, the podcast is hilarious. Oh, makes, I appreciate makes, it, man. Makes me laugh. Thank um, you. That's I've, awesome, man. I've, we have a good time. I've added a few of the guys um, on, like you know, social media and kind of chatted with them just because I wanted to tell them they were they, they were funny. And nice. I, I'd like awesome. to go see yeah, them, yeah, go see funny. them in person as well. Yeah, so. yeah. We we have a blast. We try to bring in um, funny new comedians uh, to come in and just kind of you know let everyone know what they're about and and you know promote the funny folks around here because any indianapolis is funny indiana yeah. is funny the midwest is funny there's tons yeah. of great comedians and we're just trying to let everyone get to know them right and that's what we're we're also i'm trying to like kind of uh brand the podcast a little bit differently i'm kind of trying to say that uh we're unpredictable talk radio for indianapolis sure because so, yeah, yeah. i want to build that i want to build that like solid foundation here and then maybe eventually it can it can travel oh, absolutely out. absolutely but, <clears throat> um i met with some guys just um last week that you know, I'm I'm one of those people who get easily convinced. So like I'm like as soon as as soon as I talk to these guys, I'm like all in. Like oh yeah, they're they're definitely giving me a, an idea that you could do this professionally someday and actually get paid to do it. So yeah, um, but we'll see how that pans out. I'm Absolutely. not going to really talk about it too much, but sure. Um, it's Best just something. Luck. It's just something that's exciting. It's a, the the podcast is moving in a good direction. Awesome. I think that, uh, and it's great to have you guys. And like I said, you guys, your podcast. We've got the Smug Cast, the Pointless Discussion guys in Ohio. Like this Midwest thing is uh, is getting pretty big. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you, you definitely got something going. You got the right mind and the objectiveness. I appreciate know, to, that. I I think you hit it being um, being um, something that you can't predict mm -hmm. because that allows you a much broader span of people to and gives you some with. freedom yeah we don't want to like Shane and I don't want to like pigeonhole us into like one specific thing because we're so curious about the world and about yeah. people out there that like we want to talk to everybody we yeah. don't want to just yeah we don't want to just focus on sports we don't want to just focus on you know pop culture like we want to have stuff like we did today where we didn't really talk comedy the entire time yeah but, yeah uh, yeah absolutely but it was one of the most engaging awesome conversations that we've had on the podcast so yeah like, yeah it's, well it's awesome. i was happy to be of. here <laughs> it was awesome but i appreciate it and uh did you have one anything you wanted to plug you want to put out your uh, twitter or facebook or anything um man i don't i don't really have twitter but <laughs> facebook um it's nicholas wayne oaks if you ever have any questions about health or I'm, I'm really big into health. So if I'm going to plug anything, it's just Shane, Shane will probably hit you up because he's uh, he's all in on the keto thing. Oh, yeah. I I've, like I said, I've done I've done a lot of research. I'm not, you know, um, specialized or have any degrees in health, but I've studied it for the last five years and my body has changed. It's uh, I'm, a lot of people say you can't do sports and do uh, keto and I do jujitsu probably five six times a week. Yeah, um, shit. So and it's and they, we go pretty hard. So mm -hmm. I I lift. What, where's your Where's your gym at? Uh, I go to Fisher's Martial Arts. Okay. I know it's where a that's fantastic at. gym. If you guys ever want to come try it, I'm sure they love to have. Dude, we'll have we'll we'll people. do we'll do like a. a a trip out there and like maybe take my little portable recorder and we'll like do like a you know before and after like oh, just like awesome. a like talk about what i expect is going to happen and then after like 
give our like experiences or whatever real quick. Yeah, that, that'd be yeah. a great shout out for for the gym too. Yeah, yeah I'll, that'd be a uh, great I'll promo for the gym. Yeah, stay in touch with me. Yeah. Get, get um, we'll get contact information. But I have a perfect song I feel like um, to go out to, and I literally thought of it while we were talking. But Mad World by Gary Jules. Nice. Very nice. Love this song. Thanks for joining the podcast. And it's not just the meme, by the way. I don't just love the meme. (laughs) I love the song itself. All around me are familiar faces, worn out places, worn out faces, bright and early for their daily races. are filling up their glasses no expression no expression hide my head I want to drown my sorrow no tomorrow no tomorrow and I find it kind of funny I find it kind of sad the dreams in which I'm dying are the I've ever had I find it hard to tell you I find it hard to take When people run in circles It's a very, very Mad Thank you.